Hello, everyone. So up top, I just want to send a huge thank you and shout out to Sydney. Thank you for listening to the P-Valley podcast since its inception. It feels so great to hear from you. Um, because I don't really hear from my listeners. I, if I post a meme on one of my social media profiles for the podcast, you know, people will like it, they'll retweet it, they'll comment, but they're there for entertainment. And I appreciate you being around to actually support the podcast. So thank you. Secondly, um, One of the reasons why it's taken me so long to record these episodes for the recaps for these final two at this point, and tonight, the final episode, episode 10 will air. One of the reasons why it's taken me so long to record these is because this show is so, so bad, and I was really struggling with how to try to make these recaps entertaining because... Every single recap and review that I listen to about this show is just a nonstop list of complaints. And sometimes, although that can be entertaining, it feels a little bit like it's overkill. And so I didn't really, I didn't want to approach these last few episodes with, um, I didn't want to have such a negative approach to doing these recaps. And I'm not saying that I'm going to execute that perfectly. Of course I have complaints. Are you kidding? And I, I hope for the best with this. Um, and I'm glad that you come here to hear my two cents always, because I do strive and always aspire to mention things that I don't hear elsewhere. And today I listened to yet another podcast where they were really going in on this show. Um, One of the hosts was trying to defend some pretty vile characters and it didn't really work, but I do do some research. I do, you know, hear what other people have to say about this on podcasts. And as I said, I try to talk about things that I don't hear everywhere else. Um, But before I get into this um, episode eight recap, I just want to say that I happened to be on the gram when I saw that Miss Onika, aka Nikki Minaj, was doing a live. I watched that live. I was tired. It was 11 o'clock, which is way too late for my grandma ass sometimes. Not a, not, I'm not a legitimate grandma, but Okay, if y'all miss Nikki's live, I feel for you. Like, I was so entertained. I think I'm going to put notifications on my Instagram for Nikki's live if I don't already do that because, or if I don't just happen to be online when the bitch goes on um, live because it was epic. So I think that Nikki was under the influence Um she was just, she was talking about riding, how to ride your guy, how to be on top, what you got to do. She's talking about sex. She's talking about dating. Um, she's talking about black women. She was, she said she's supposed to talk about her music. The live was not about her new song that's dropping with Lil Baby. Like it was so good. I was laughing. So Nicki Minaj, there are certain things 
that you cannot take away from her. I don't care where you stand with what you think she's, if you think she's good um, or if you think that she's not a good person or whatever. There's some things that when it comes to Nicki Minaj that are just undisputed. And up top, I feel that if people really go for Nicki Minaj, they are a hater, period, because she is a lyrical genius. But outside of Nicki being a lyrical genius, she is incredibly, incredibly entertaining and funny. She never lets me down, ever. Whenever Nicki is in front of a camera, I am laughing, I am screaming, She's so great to the point where I'm like, you know what? I think I need to get into this queen radio and I don't even know if I'll be able to listen to past episodes, but her live last night, if you can find it on a YouTube or somewhere, I highly encourage it because it was so good. Nikki was there giving all her sex tips, all her sex advice for being on top and her husband came in and her husband, Kenneth... Kenny, he said that Nikki has the best pussy in the world. And it wasn't what he was saying about Nikki's pussy and her sex game. And he said she hits all the angles when she's riding on top. It wasn't necessarily what he was saying. It was how he was saying it, right? Which is how it always works. How he was talking about his wife's pussy and sex game. (laughs) It's like, this is the bitch who needs to be teaching a a course. And it just lets you know, like, you could talk, you could say whatever you want about Nicki Minaj's man, but guess what? Their sex life is taken care of. And then Nicki got um, Kevin Samuels on her live and people are furious because Kevin Samuels is a piece of garbage. I'm not going to get into that. Um, But what was I going to say about Kevin Samuels? She got Kevin Samuels in on the live and, um, and she also got Lala in on the live and it was great. I totally forgot what the fuck I was going to (laughs) say about Kevin or Kevin Samuels, but, um, I'm telling you, I encourage you try to watch it. So it's a February 1st, Nicki Minaj's Instagram live. It's. I'm, I mean, what can you say about art, right? That was art and her hair looked great. She looked great. She looked pretty. Okay. Now remember what Nicki Minaj with Kevin Samuels, Nicki Minaj asked Kevin Samuels, like if men will still be able to have sex three times a night when they're older, (laughs) she looked, she looked very concerned. Nicki Minaj ain't playing. Okay. She is just so funny oh my gosh it was great so I feel sorry for y'all on the east coast some people were commenting like Nikki it's 2 a.m I need to go to bed and I did definitely I fell asleep in the very end but it was she gave me so much life I just I'm putting on my my notifications I'm not about to miss another Nicki Minaj live and I do try to watch all of them because I am never disappointed god she's entertaining All right, y'all. So let's discuss episode eight of And Just Like That. So it begins with Che at some like LG, um, 
BTQ rally. She's telling people to be a bright light and how living your truth changes the world or some other bullshit. And she sees Miranda um, running away. And the crowd that Che was speaking to, and you got to remember, Che is this famous Netflix comic um, with a big wannabe Joe Rogan podcast, whatever that is. And um, this rally was in New York City. And apparently a few hundred people are the only ones who want to support LGBTQ rights in New York City because the crowd was really small and it's like they're trying to like zoom the camera zooming in and zooming out and it just was like y'all have the budget to hire more extras than this this is ridiculous um and apparently Che Diaz is also the only queer person in the entire state because she's always being um called upon to speak at something um so I hate Chanda. That is the name that I gave Che and Miranda as I discussed. It is, you know, my word. I I hate Chanda. Miranda, she looks all pale and awkward. And why would either of them, why would Che be into Miranda and why would Miranda be into Che? And the podcast episode that I was listening to today, which I've I've said, you know, repeatedly, this is so unrealistic. Che is a famous comic whose fans approach her, or sorry, whose fans approach them every single time they're out. Every single time we see Che on the street, multiple fans approach Che. Che has also been in these streets having a lot of sex with men and women. Why Miranda? It's, it doesn't make any sense. And it, and I'm I'm resentful. I'm bitter. I'm salty about how sloppy this show was put together. Because I have no problem if you want to make Miranda this um, late in life, born again lesbian. But her and Shay would never be a thing. So that's the problem. Why do we have to be, you know, ejected from morality? <laughs> um with this show we're just taken out of reality we're living on another planet nothing makes sense and it's very very frustrating um you know the show is just so twisted okay so we as i said we don't get to see miranda with a woman who would actually date her ass um let's see here looking over these notes sorry 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 um the show is a fantasy, okay? And I want to know what have we done to deserve this? Um, so Che and Miranda apparently have been having sex nonstop for the past three weeks. Again, I don't believe it. Che would have way too many bad bitches and male fans or men that they would be having sex with. Don't believe it. Not buying it. Um we don't get to see any of the sex that they're having. So thank you. Thanks to the writers for that. Um, but, you know, something that I didn't hear people discuss, and I'm going to discuss it because I can be a bit of a pervert, is I need to know. I'm curious about what is the sex that Miranda and Che are having? Okay, because Miranda has never gone down on a woman. Um, so what the fuck are they doing? 
And what did Shay have to teach Miranda? I need to know. I do, because in reality, Shay would be with a bad bitch, not some awkward, horny, gray-haired woman who looks like she's a pillow princess. I'm not saying that Miranda is a pillow princess, but based on the clip of the sex scene that we were tortured by in episode five, where Che is um, topless and on top of Miranda, and Miranda is on her bag, giggling and confessing her, I love you, I love you, Che, and confessing her love for Che, um, and then you know, Miranda had this quote unquote transcendent sex, which was just a finger. Um, what, what sex are they having? Seriously, what sex are they having? I would love to know what is going down because when Miranda and Che were in the kitchen, Che was doing all the work. And then when we saw Miranda and Che in bed, it was clear Che was doing all the work. So what, what sex are they having? I, I just, I'm, you know, it's like, if you're going to take us on this multi-episode journey and you're going to make Miranda fall in love instantaneously with Che, what is Miranda doing with Che? Because Miranda thinks that Che is Jesus. What's, what's happening? I need to know, <laughs> right? Because it's like, um, Che wouldn't be with Miranda in the first place. So hopefully Miranda is doing something to Che besides laying there and saying how she's so in love. Um, so I don't really comment on how horrifying the lines are in the show very often because I just I fast forward when I watch the show again. Um, but this time I tried to actually watch more of it and fast forward it. And so a line that was very, very disturbing is when Che tells Miranda, what was that Looney Tunes exit? Yosemite Sam chasing you down or some shit? What is this? <laughs> Sorry, it ended with her saying or some shit. Sorry, with Che saying or some shit. What's going on? I need to know because isn't Che a comic? And isn't this 2021? These writers, um, you know, I just, I'm so embarrassed. I, I do. I've had extreme secondhand embarrassment for these writers ever since the show began. And I don't see that stopping anytime soon because I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. So I just want to point out something that other people did not point out. And that is that Miranda's fake eyelashes on her left eye, they were coming off, um, at this rally that Shay was speaking at when she was, when Miranda was speaking to Shay, her eyelashes were falling off and this tracks, you know, this series, it gets nothing right. So I don't mind if its characters look as bad as the script is. Nobody could tell Miranda that her shit was not, was unglued. Not even Che, not even Sara Ramirez. That's how she said her name. Not Sarah Ramirez. She said Sara Ramirez. Sara couldn't even tell her ass. Okay. So we get to Carrie's apartment and Seema walks in and Seema has really 
almost single-handedly saved this disaster of a show for me. I love how she talks, how she dresses, how she's everything that an older single woman should aspire to be, which is a fun-loving woman who puts in the effort to make the best out of every situation. I am here for Seema. I really am. Because the other bitches on the show, all they're doing is complaining about aging, and Seema doesn't do that. She's just here to look great. go have fun and do her thing and I love it thank you Seema um so Carrie's downstairs neighbors they're making a lot of noise early in the morning outside and when Carrie opens up her window and she asks them to stop to keep it down all she does is say come on which is so weak just tell them to shut up tell them to keep it down one of the or, or a guy in the group of loud neighbors calls Carrie ma'am and Carrie doesn't like being called ma'am but Carrie is 55 years old she was just told that she needs to get a whole new face and neck she knows that she's aging she's always talking about being old and old lady um hips and this that and the other so then why are you upset when somebody calls you ma'am why nothing makes sense nothing in this fucking show. So um, I just would like to know since when is a 55 year old woman surprised to be called ma'am. Carrie's also wearing horrific clothes, some knee high socks, some like prairie meets apron looking frock. And she's constantly dressed in clothes that hide her perfect body. Make it make sense. Because I've always felt that Sarah Jessica Parker's body was incredible, and I still do. I stan. You know, she has her hourglass is always looking incredible. So why put her in all these layers that of, of all these clothes that looks like she got them from the thrift store? So Carrie's podcast co-host... Um, Carrie calls her podcast co-host Bobby Lee in the middle of the night, and Carrie says... Um, how she thinks he's the only person who would be up at that time. But why are you calling him? Like, is he supposed to race over and tell these people to keep it down? And then he tells Carrie to fire off a gun to get her neighbors to shut up. And this is, you know, supposed to be funny. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I can't. Um, the, the attempts at humor. The attempts at humor in this show are so painful, so painful. So Charlotte, she was about to give her husband, Harry, a blowjob because he requested one. And her daughter opens a door in the bathroom where Charlotte was on her knees. (laughs) And so they gave Harry this big prosthetic penis and I was excited about it. I was. I was like, I'm I want to see a big dick. If you're going to show me a dick, it needs to be big. So, um shout out <laughs> Shout out to people behind the show for doing that. Um we are all happy about that as far as I know. So, Miranda later tells Carrie and Charlotte that she's going to tell Steve that she wants a divorce. And I love that Charlotte just basically said, do you like Charlotte was not going to weigh in. And I love it because it was clear that Charlotte could see that Miranda, she's just 
she's on a, a whole other she's in a whole other universe. She didn't want to be um objecting to it. And then, you know, Charlotte tells the ladies that she was about to give Harry a blowjob and Lily opened the door and again this is supposed to be funny but it was horrifying so then Carrie and Miranda keep saying you blow you still blow Harry and then Miranda kept saying it over and over and over and over again um Miranda you're throwing away your entire marriage and your family for a comic a famous traveling comic who has slept with several people. So Miranda, I just want to let you know that if you want your relationship with Che to work, if it even is a relationship, guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to do the equivalent of getting down on your fucking knees. You're going to have to pleasure Che if you want Che to stay with you. Like, pleasing your partner is a part of every relationship. It's supposed to be. So you shouldn't be shocked. Are you shocked because Charlotte is older and still giving head? Or are you shocked because she's still giving head after a long period of time? Whatever the reason behind your shock is, you better understand that Che ain't sitting around for no pillow princess who is not returning the fucking favor. I don't see why it's so shocking that somebody who loves their partner wants to please their partner. I don't know why they had to place such an emphasis on you're still you still blow Harry. This was supposed to be funny. You could tell that the writers thought it was funny and you could tell that the writers felt that we are supposed to resonate with this, but I don't. I'm not as old as the characters, but I'm not going to be sit sitting there surprised with that to hear that people in their 50s are still having oral. Why not? Especially the older you get and you got your dentures going, that's that's the best. Take them take them dentures right out. And just be gum to gum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just be all gummy with it. But don't. Why were you acting like it's a big deal if Charlotte goes down on her fucking husband? So annoying. Um, Because they, they played it out. Miranda said this like all shocked like four times. And it's just okay, I guess. Um, So then Carrie, she runs into her neighbor downstairs. And everybody knows that. Carrie's neighbor with the curly hair she's supposed to present like represent who Carrie was but who who cares I know I don't um she was introduced Carrie's neighbor is introduced on the eighth episode out of a 10 episode season we don't care so <clears throat> Carrie um Carrie's neighbor has a super sexy boyfriend um and and he was introduced to us just to drop his towel and thank you. His There was nothing impressive about his dick, but that face, honey, he had a little bit of a chisel going. His body was good. He actually has like an ass. We saw his ass at one point. <laughs> like, you know, I always got to look for the butt. Like, I'm a female who appreciates a guy's ass. Like, I don't want no like extended back shit. Like, I remember this one time Roseanne said that her ass is like an extended crack in her back. Hilarious. Um, and I don't want that shit. I don't want no back, you know, when it comes to the booty. Give me something there. Give me something to grab. So, um, 
you know, the neighbor's dick is real, whereas Harry's was fake and the neighbor's dick was not small, but he was so cute. You know, you, you could make some compromises. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's super weird that and just like that, they just, they want to show us genitalia, but they don't want to show us penetration and we want both. Okay. But I digress. So the hot boyfriend downstairs, he calls Mary Ma'am, um, Carrie Ma'am, and she doesn't like it, which, um, Carrie, you have a lot of other problems. You were just told to get, again, to get a new face and new neck. You shouldn't care that people are calling you ma'am. Um, so next we see that Miranda's obsession with Che causes her to stalk Che at their job. And this is where Miranda's outside and Che tells Miranda that they're madly in love with her, but that um, they can't offer Miranda anything traditional. And Miranda just orgasms and she tells Che, go to Cleveland. That's okay. Just go to Cleveland. And Miranda, um, why is she, uh, you know, I just... Okay. Che would be disgusted. <laughs> che would be so disgusted with Miranda's obsession with them because Che has been out here in these streets. Che has probably dealt with a lot of Miranda's and that's not her vibe or their vibe at all. That's not Che's vibe. Che is trying to, Che is too chill to want to be with someone who is up her ass the way that Miranda is. So Charlotte's daughter, Lily... She's really a weird brat. And I don't know why Charlotte can't just have um, children that aren't just so challenging. I don't really understand it. Um, so Charlotte takes Lily to um, out to eat to explain to her that she was just, you know, checking her dad's penis for um, cancer or whatever. And Lily just has an attitude and says that asking a waiter for a straw is gross. It makes no sense. Every scene with Charlotte this entire season, it's, it's pretty much made me want to vomit. Um, they give Kristen Davis the worst material ever. They really do. And in, in episode eight and episode nine, it's, it's dumb. I don't, it was just really, Charlotte made a very big deal out of, her daughter seeing her on her knees and um, who cares, right? Isn't it good to know that your parents actually still um, are into each other enough to do shit like that? Like, just who cares? Her daughter didn't even see anything. Um, so then Charlotte gets upset that Lily's trying to look sexy on Instagram. And then Miranda casually tells her husband of nearly two decades that she wants a divorce because she wants more and there's someone else. And Miranda hit Steve with this suddenly across the face. She's very chill. She's very, very happy to just let him know that she's done and it's over and she, she's going to be out the door. And she wants more and they're still young enough to just be out here and, and she wants more, but I want more, Steve. And how do you talk to your husband like this? How are you happy to announce that you are divorcing 
your husband and the father of your your child. Why is the show written this way? Why is there no remorse on this show? Why? Okay. Miranda then calls Carrie while Miranda is in a cab and she brags to Carrie that she told Steve that it's over and she's going to Cleveland for Che, a famous stand-up comic who would never be with Miranda long term. Miranda tells Carrie, I didn't blame Steve. I didn't make him feel bad. I did it. It's done. How is Miranda saying that she didn't make her husband feel bad when she tells him that she's leaving him? You don't got to say it's his fault for him not to feel bad that his wife is just going to up and leave and fly to another state because she was fingered. Oh, my goodness. Um, can you imagine your partner of nearly two decades having no remorse for leaving you with your child? Can you imagine that? Um, yeah, you would feel bad, Miranda. So this show seriously needs a trigger warning, not just the dumbass woke button that Shay was pressing on their podcast. And speaking of their podcast, we were subjected, the XY and Me podcast, we were subjected to watching scenes of the recording of Che Diaz's podcast in early episodes, and now that's disappeared. Why? Why are you forcing this shitty podcast down our throats, multiple episodes, showing us segments of how bad this, of how bad a podcast could actually be, which is actually a radio show that they're calling a podcast, and then you just take the podcast away entirely. It's just mentioned that, you know, Carrie still works for this podcast, but we don't see her in the studio any longer. And it makes no sense. Just stick with the theme. Show us how bad a podcast could be. It's like the writers realized, oh, this is the one of the worst podcasts we've ever seen or heard of in history. So we, maybe we should stop writing little segments of the podcast. But no, you already tortured us. Keep it going. Let us see how shitty the fucking podcast is. And Miranda tells Carrie, um, sorry, when she's in the ca cab, on the way to the airport, I'm in a rom-com, Carrie. And then Carrie tells her, safe flight, whoever this is. <laughs> and I love it because, you know, you just watch it and you're like, please, at 55, I don't want to be chasing no one down who is out here in these streets. Try like stalking them and being so insane. So yeah, whoever that is, safe flights um so the podcast also or not the podcast sorry scratch that I'm not gonna edit that out um I'll say that note and in, in the next episode um so then the episode ends with Carrie eating popcorn in her apartment while she's wearing her expensive gown and I can't remember the name of the designer and she says some shit like and just like that I realize there are some things that should never be put in, into storage. Okay. Um, we love the things that Carrie realizes. They're, they're really deep and profound and enlightening. Um, just like the show. 
just like this show. So that is my um, thoughts on episode eight. I am now going to record um, episode nine and then maybe I will stay up and record episode 10. I was actually, I had plans tonight and they got canceled and that's actually how I'm able to even record these episodes, which I'm so thankful for because it's like the show is about to wrap up and it's just lame the later, the more time it takes me to put these out. The, like the show will have ended four weeks ago. I'm like, here y'all go. This is episode eight. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and take care of episode nine. Talk to you soon.